We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard a house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. We got a call from our boy Well, Nick, we had a little bit of an oopsie before this episode, didn't we? Some of us would call it breaking news breaking news nick broke two glasses and his cell phone on the way down to our studio two glasses a twelve hundred dollar iphone and uh two glasses yeah i said two glasses a twelve hundred dollar iphone worst of all i lost about i don't know what three quarters of three beers yeah yeah no that went that went everywhere It, it, it was a disaster Starting this episode on a high note for sure. Welcome back. Well, a high note because I was at the top of the stairs and then a low note because I ended <laughs> up at the bottom of the stairs on my butt. The stairs are not a slide, Nick. Found that one out the hard way. Welcome everybody to the Last Call Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Thompson, and alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Warner. Um, so that was not exactly how I anticipated starting this episode. Uh, I did have two other stories that I was going to potentially share uh, and i was going to ask your opinion on it but um i've been doing a really bad job of what this podcast is every week nick and i do this podcast on a friday where we try to drink six beers in 60 minutes while recording the podcast the catch each beer does have to be at or above five percent alcohol by volume so nick do you want to hear story one which you were actually a part of which happened recently or Story two, which didn't involve you, but also happened today. Uh, let's go story one. Let's go number one. Story one. Okay. I don't know how many people in our audience are familiar with Skyline Chili, but the name kind of gives away what they do. They do chili. It's a Cincinnati style chili. Yeah, I know. Shocking news. Again, full of breaking news tonight. So if you if you've never been to Skyline, their their main thing is chili. They do Cincinnati style chili, which is essentially chili on top of pasta, and then they load it up with all or, or hot dogs or hot dogs. So they do whatever come, you want to put it on. They'll they probably do. put it on a salad if you really want. They to. could a chili salad. That sounds terrible. <laughs> it also sounds sexual. Have I don't know it? why. What? What? I don't know. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't. I'm just. Uh, tell me I'm wrong. So you're, you're wrong. Okay. Well, my bad guess i'm the asshole all right so um they the thing with skyline is that they give you almost an obnoxious amount of cheese on all of your dishes i would say so to the point where you forget what you ordered when they put a plate down because it looks like a plate of cheese you don't know what's under the cheese but there is something under the cheese and a lot of times you just get mouthful of cheese and not like any of the other ingredients in this dish so that's not exactly the story but I just needed to, to preface what I'm about to explain that you and I saw while we were at Skyline. Did so, you just preface the preface? Yes. All of this cheese being flung around Skyline. And then oh. we see our waitress walk out from the back of the kitchen with a tray full of bagged cheese. And there were just tons of bags so of, that, of shredded cheese. That bag was probably about the size of a baseball. Each one of them. Softball, a little, even. A little bit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like a, a, a softball sized bag of cheese. Kind of looks like a softball too because it's yellow and everything. And so we're trying to figure out like what what is this cheese for? Like they just put it directly on my meal. Why do they have all these bags of cheese? So we ended up while we're checking out asking the waitress like what's with the cheese? She said they are for carryout orders. That's how they give you your cheese 
for carryout orders. And she said every morning they have to go into the back, not only bag the cheese, but they have to weigh it. They have to <laughs> weigh the cheese, then bag it, and then they put it in the fridge. Do you remember how many how many trays of cheese and how many bags of cheese they had to do? I knew there were like six or seven trays, right? And then there was like on each tray was like 25 to 30 bags or something like that? Yeah. She said it was six every morning. They had to prepare six weigh and bag six trays worth of 25 bags worth of cheese. And so my comment to you at the time was, what kind of cocaine operation do they have in the back for their cheese where they're literally weighing on a scale bags of cheese to make sure it's to the exact gram of cheese? Because God forbid somebody gets one shred of cheddar less than what they were supposed to get. And I'm so I'm like, my other comment to you was, are they in the back just stripped down to their underwear because God forbid any cheese walks away from the restaurant. <laughs> That, 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 cheese boy. That, that, that hasn't been accounted for. You've been taken from El Chapo's cut. Yeah. <laughs> El Chapo is running the cheese game at Skyline. So anyway. maybe that's his new business. It's his new new venture as he's uh sitting in jail, right? Possibly. Maybe the, yeah, he's just he's providing that cheddar for Skyline. Literally. Will. Literally so, that cheddar. Anyways, I, I just thought it was funny that they were literally weighing and bagging this cheese for carryout orders. So that well, was it's, my... it's funny because they they worry about the amount of cheese on a, a to go order, but on a inside the restaurant they're just like, yeah, pile that on. They are taking fistfuls of cheese and just slamming it on top of my my five way chili or my coney. I'm a big fan of cheese. I think a lot of people are a fan of cheese unless you're lactose intolerant. Uh, but there was a point where I took a bite and it was all cheese and I was like, mm, kind of, kind of gross. Kind of missed the hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure what I ordered at that point. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, kind of like with the burrito, you have to excavate the <laughs> the chili from underneath the cheese. I'm not sure. So uh, I guess they built the the hot dog kind of like that person built the burrito. You got to eat it like a typewriter. Yeah. Well, you go no, down and you, you eat the cheese, and then you then get you down the to the, the chili, and, and then, then the, you get to the hot dog, yeah. and then you might get a bun in there every once in a while. That might be what the, the intention was there. So, anyways, that was story one. Story number two, I thought it was funny. It, it involves my work, and... You got fired. <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be a funny story. Haha. <laughs> for selling cheese. For selling... Yeah, no, I got, I got arrested for copying... Uh, skyline chili cheese so i there was a meeting sent out so i think i've explained that the company i work for is essentially a sales channel for a much much larger company mm -hmm. i think i've explained that before there was a meeting that the much larger company put on today and it was like a, a sales call it was uh, essentially explaining like how we were doing how the company the direction of the company all that kind of stuff i was not able to make this call because i was doing other work things and um i got a message from one of my coworkers. hey congrats on the shout out in the meeting i'm like what what are you talking about what Was shout today? out yes Did today to okay yeah so i get a you weren't able to make the meeting no okay so i get a a text from my coworker. congrats on the shout out for the meeting and um i'm like what are you talking about i i couldn't make the meeting he goes yeah they said uh you displaced a competitive system and it's the first one in America the like it that you've did. I'm like, what? 
it, like I, I have no idea what he's talking about. And then it kind of clicks. It was like, uh, are you talking about X company? He goes, I think so. I think that's what they said. But they said like, because of this project, it has opened the door because they're a European company. It has opened the door for all of these opportunities in Europe with this company. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> I like, I knew the company, but here, here's the, this is why I find this funny. Again, the much larger company to all of the other sales distributors is is called me out on a meeting that I was not even on to congratulate me for opening these opportunities in Europe and I didn't do shit. I I was on the initial phone call for this opportunity. The company mm-hmm. called me up they said, "Hey, we got this opportunity you used to cover this account. Um can you like work with us on this?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." So I got a one phone call and then I turned it over to somebody else that in our company, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure he did the absolute rest of the work. And you got the credit for it. And they, on this phone call, allegedly, again, I was not on this call, but like called me out in front of the entire company and was like, kudos, Aaron, way to go. And I'm like, what the fuck? Pretty- did they know you weren't on the call? I don't think so. Oh, God. I don't think they knew I wasn't on the call. <laughs> Congrats, Aaron. But They're waiting for your, your response they, they, to, to give your acceptance uh, speech. Aaron? <laughs> Aaron? <laughs> well, oh, he must be muted. Well, here's, here's my concern is that, so they never told me. Like, they didn't email me and say, hey, by the way, we want you to talk about this opportunity. They didn't say anything along those lines. So this, this shout out was just random that out of the blue now i'm very concerned that they're going to come to me and they're going to be like hey aaron we need you to present on what you did for this company to the rest of the company and i'm going to be like oh fuck (laughs) i have no idea what to say or worse they're going to put me like in charge of like strategic operations for the european business (laughs) oh god and it's like guys i wasn't even involved so i have you ever seen that you know the meme of michael scott where he's like first starting off at dunder mifflin and he's standing next to the guy and the big the big businessman in the suit and everything and he's standing there with like a mullet shaking his hand and i think he even has a fanny pack yeah and he just looks like an absolute i I don't know what i did that's you he looks yeah that's you anyways i I just thought it was funny because it caught me off guard. The oh, so I was like, "Oh fuck, should I have been on that call?" But apparently, like they they just glossed over it. I just I feel bad for my coworker. He didn't say anything to me. Nobody else in the company said anything to me. Just one coworker congratulated me on the shout out. But now I'm like, "Hey, should I go talk to this guy and be like, hey, you know, I, do you need credit for this?" <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I thought that was funny. So that happened to me today. So I'm making a I'm making a name for myself. Apparently, apparently, and he did not. You're the kid that uh, gets all the credit but did none of the work. Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, in, the, in the school project. Probably. Yeah. I mean, that seems kind of what what happened. So, anyways, do I you just, know who the other person was that did all? Oh, obviously, you know who. It yeah. Was, so, so, so it was the guy who actually replaced me, um, it, it, and took over my accounts, my old accounts. So the reason they called me is because this company was interested in. Uh, purchasing a site that I used to cover and um, that that's kind of why they reached out to me it was like hey can you tell us a little bit about this this site what's going on what's there all this kind of stuff I was like yeah sure so I talked to him and then I was like but this other guy's probably going to be the main point of contact because he took over for me mm-hmm. and uh, 
apparently that didn't make its way up to the top (laughs) (laughs) because they only had my name that they shouted me out this could go very very poor or very very well i'm failing my way upwards man (laughs) i am failing my way to the top (laughs) so so you want to hear about this other story that i found about work work as well yeah sure let's keep talking about work uh, so it's it's kind of indirectly work, related to work, but I found this <laughs> scrolling through Reddit today, and it was like interesting facts about World War II, like things that you didn't know. Okay, um, how is this? Uh, you'll, you'll, how you'll, is this work related? You, you'll find out. You'll okay. find out. You talk about a. It's basically related to a bad day at work. Okay. Times times two times a million. Okay. So uh, the interesting facts were like one was like. Um, in uh, the UK, like only four percent of people took uh, bomb or shelter in the tube, like the actual tube, the uh, during system? the bombings and everything, like the subway the, system. Yeah, the subway system. Okay. Um, most people didn't go down there. Most people either stayed in their house or went out somewhere else. Some interesting facts like that. Um, but then I found this one really interesting. So this guy named uh, I'm going to butcher the hell out of this. Uh, Sutomu uh, Yamaguchi I think I actually did that right T-S-U-T-O-M-U Sutomu and then Yamaguchi sounds, good, right? sounds Japanese so this man was in uh, Nagasaki Ooh. Uh, sorry yeah he was in Nagasaki on a work trip <laughs> no it, it, it's a good no, story no, in no, the no, end. no no I'm sorry I'm sorry for laughing I, I just something popped in my head. I'll, I'll share it. In a second. Oh, Go sorry. Yeah, okay. So Yamaguchi lived and worked in uh, Nagasaki, uh, but then in the summer of 1945, he was on like a three-month work trip to Hiroshima. Oh no! Yeah. So apparently, he was uh, getting ready to go home uh, from his work trip, and him and his two other colleagues were getting ready to leave. Found out that he basically didn't have his, I don't know what this is, a hanko? Hanko is a, basically a, a travel stamp. It sounds like kind of like a, a passport or something like that. Okay. So he finds out that he forgot it. So then he has to return to uh, Hiroshima and grab it. Well, while he was there, the first bomb drops. And so he was there, remember seeing the bomb fall from a parachute, and then there's a great flashlight. Ends up surviving that. Right. Oh no. So that was on August sixth. So he gets bandaged up and everything gets checked out. He's fine. I mean, <laughs> travels home to Nagasaki. Oh no! Three days later, <laughs> the bomb <laughs> drops again. Oh, I, I feel no. very well, bad for laughing, obviously, but um, the but, crazy thing is, is, so he his workplace again uh, put him three kilometers away from Ground Zero where the bomb dropped in Nagasaki. Uh, but it says this time he was unhurt from the explosion, but he survived. But it, it, apparently he was sitting there telling his boss, like he was in a meeting, telling his boss about the bomb and explaining the whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> they look out the window. So one of the comments was like, "Dude, I was right there," and then he was like, "What did it look like? Kind of like that, right there, uh, like that." I mean, boss, you're never going to believe this. There was, a, there was a bomb that went off. There was a big fireball. And then it was like, see, I told you. There it is again. How fucking... I think to getting, struck, getting struck by lightning is one thing. Getting 
surviving two nuclear bombs. And as far as I know, he's apparently the only person to have survived two nuclear bombs. Yeah, and it, it's not like he was just in the country. He was in both cities. Both that they, cities. That three they days. The three within those three days that they bombed both of them. That's a terrible day of work. Yeah. Like, like, see, see I now quit, how it relates. I quit my job. Yeah, I'm a, boss. You're, this I'm, is a health hazard working for you. I keep getting bombed. I'm out. God, but uh, da, 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 I'm trying to. Th- in 1957, he'd recognize uh, as a uh, as a. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, Hibakusha, Hibakusha is an explosion affected person of the Nagasaki bombing, but was not. Uh, blah, blah. He lived until... I'm getting a lot of useful information on this. I, yeah, I'm just kind of browsing through. Da, 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 da. So in 1957, he was recognized as a uh, Hibakusha. Oh, man, I, that's, I'm going to get... An explosion uh, explosion affected person of the Nagasaki bombing, but it was not until March 24th of 2009 that the government of Japan officially recognized his presence in Hiroshima three days earlier. He died of stomach cancer on January 4th of 2010 at the age of 93. Man was exposed to two nuclear bombs and died and lived till 93. Good for him. There's a, Good for, he deserved, on Wikipedia page. He deserved it. For surviving both of those, he deserved a long, a long life. Absolutely. Um, the reason I started laughing at the beginning of that story is because I immediately went to the Family Guy scene. Have you seen that? Um, no. Uh, maybe. It, Remind it, me. It says like Hiroshima, nineteen forty-six, or something like that. And a guy, oh. a guy steps oh. outside, and he, and he steps into a puddle. He's like, oh, and then he goes to his car and a parking ticket. How can this day get any worse? <laughs> and then he, you just hear. And he looks up in the air and he goes, oh, my oh God. <laughs> and it's a monkey. It's the not the monkey, actual bomb. The but then the monkey just it just starts beating him. That that immediately when you were talking, I don't know why, my head just went to that family guy bit. So There's a, there's a family guy bit for everything. I know. It's kind of amazing. Do you, all right. Simpsons and family guy, I think, are notorious for predicting the future. Simpsons Sim- more so. Suppo- Simpsons more so. Yeah, Simpsons more so. Do you have a preference of those two? I never got into The Simpsons. I, it started I, I, before our time. Yeah. A little bit. I, I've seen some of it. I think some of it's funny. Um, I like... Eh, I don't know. I I like I like Family Guy better. That's kind of what I grew up with. Like, my older brother grew up with The Simpsons. I grew up with Family Guy. And they kind of make fun of each other. But I, I don't... I don't not like The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I just don't choose to watch it. I think F- Family Guy has more of that like quick witted like humor, like those little tiny skits that are almost the equivalent of like TikToks now. Yeah, and I almost wonder if that's kind of where a lot of people got their humor growing up, right? It's a, those quick jokes that it's just punchlines. Yeah, more it, or less. They, they set up a joke and then they flash to something else and they do some quick joke and then they're back to the whatever yeah, like story. the time that I was in the blah 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 and then. Cut scene to a joke real quick, a, a five second joke, and then you jump out of it. Yeah, which is essentially what a TikTok is. So I think Simpsons probably has not that Simpsons or Family Guy have a storyline per se, but I think Simpsons like each episode is a more cons- uh, uh, consecutive or um, yeah, they flow. Yeah, well, no, it just it it the whole episode flows. There aren't those quick cutaways like Family Guy does. Yeah, so. But some of the stuff around Simpsons predicting 
the the future is some of it's kind of crazy if you look up some of the stuff like the big one was that there was an episode that aired in 1990 something where bart was holding up a magazine and there's a big nine dollars like nine dollars for the magazine Mm -hmm. but then the twin towers show or are the 11 so on this magazine it says 9 11 and it's showing the twin towers now you could say that's a coincidence there are some other things um one of them was uh when donald trump said he was going to run for president and he's coming down the escalator the simpsons years before that had a scene like that now believe it or not i I don't know if you know this donald trump ran for president in i think 2000 Uh, i think i remember but he 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 ran as very vaguely ran as a third party and didn't go anywhere so the idea that donald trump would run for president and like the simpsons would pick up on that not super far-fetched especially like okay trump tower you know we know what trump tower looks like he'll probably come down there and announce but there's like little things in the scene that the simpsons did like there's a a little girl holding a sign and then in the simpsons she drops the sign and if you go back and watch the actual footage of trump going down the that girl is in the footage and she drops her sign i mean does she look very close to it and everything i mean they're simpsons characters so it's not like they she's not yellow (laughs) <laughs> she was not yellow i don't think so there there are things like that um those are the two big ones that i actually saw a video on tiktok recently of like talking about all the different uh things that the simpsons have predicted uh, to come true or that uh, who uh is it butch hartman no who the who created the the simpsons whatever one of the creators of the simpsons is actually a time traveler and then he's oh there was has a he spoken on it that was another he thing he has to have spoken on it before i'm sure he makes it a joke like yeah. what, what are you gonna say that like, you're actually a time traveler so uh there was another one have you heard of like the god particle uh maybe so no, i don't know explain it's, a, it's a, maybe i will i think let me let me look it up but i think i could look it up but i think i can't turn on my phone i think what it was the god particle is essentially the stuff that atoms are made of in 2012 scientists confirmed the detection of the long sought higgs boson h-i-g-g-s-b-o-s-o-n also known by its nickname as the god particle the most powerful particle accelerator on the planet is where they found it the particle helps give mass to all elementary particles that have mass such as electrons and protons. So the Higgs boson gives mass to protons and electrons. So it's like even smaller than atoms. Mm. And they found this in 2012. There was an episode of The Simpsons where Homer is writing an equation on the board for the God particle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it's almost exactly the formula that they used for to actually find the Higgs boson. See, and I want I almost wonder like how much of that was like what if they went out and found some study that was kind of three quarters of the way there, but it wasn't proven. Right. It, this thing that was in twenty twelve that was recognized in twenty twelve, how many years before that were they trying to get it recognized? 
and so they knew it existed. Simpsons could go out and find some some obscure reference to it or or some study or some information on it and be like, oh, this is kind of interesting. What if we threw this into the episode just in case? Homer Simpson figured out Higgs boson 14 years before scientists. Okay, well, Homer himself did not. Well, that's what the episode says. Uh, in the 1998 episode, Homer draws an equation on the chalkboard that Dr. Simon... Sing, S-I-N-G-H, maybe, says almost predicted the mass of the element uh, elementary particle. Fourteen years before it was even discovered, like they they wouldn't have known the mass. Did they actually years. have a number out there, or so in the episode? I can point to the episode. Uh, I, I'd have to go through the whole article to actually get like the number. So, okay, here, here's one thing. Higgs was first predicted in the 1960s by, and that's, by Peter Higgs. So, it's, so it's, that's my case. It, it, was, it, it was a thing, yeah. but I don't know if that... I, I think the, the theory or what makes it interesting is, was there an actual equation out there when The Simpsons put it into... It had to have, if he was already kind of talking about it back in the 1960s. That, and that's kind of what I'm saying is a lot of... I, I guess scientific studies have like, okay, here's my theory. Now we're going about proving it. So it was only prove, uh, like proven in like 2012. I didn't know this. It says a lot of the writers on the Simpsons are mathematicians. And so they've got a lot of people that are, they've probably got an entire group that's either based on uh, studying pop culture or studying this, studying that, so they can put it in the episode so it's correct or factual or relevant, so to, so it makes sense. So are the Simpsons a fraud? I think it's not... Uh, or is it more coincidental I, than anything? I don't think it's coincidental that they, they get this stuff correct. You don't think it's coincidental? No, I think at some point in time it's going to happen. Or the ones that nine eleven at some point in time they knew that somebody's going to bomb the twin but towers. That's not okay. You could look at that magazine and just say, "Well, yeah, it had nine eleven on it." Not. It's just. It's very. It, it's getting to the point where like it's coincidence or not. I I I don't know. It's just. Do you, it's do you interesting. Think time travel is possible. Do I think it's possible? I guess he. I I don't know. To me, I can't. I I don't think you could rule it out. I, I don't was, know how uh, you. I don't know how we wouldn't know about it already. Well, I, I don't know how we wouldn't <laughs> know it's already possible. I, I do like this story. I think there's a there's a story of Stephen Hawking. He had a uh, party, and I don't know what year it was. It was like maybe in the two thousands or something like that. He had a welcome uh, time travelers party. And so he set up what said what the date was going to be, and so if time time traveler time travelers, man, I'm struggling to speak tonight. That fall must have done something. Uh, if time travelers knew about the event, they could try uh, travel back to it and show up, and that would prove that time travel was real. But you could also argue to the point that time travel, in theory, could be dangerous to. You know the the whole time continuum. And well, you could fuck up events if somebody traveled backwards and then proved that 
or basically made it known that time travel existed. Well, that's one of the theories. Have you heard of the Mandela effect? Where Yeah, it's where somebody thinks it's something's true, but it's actually not. It's the other way around. It's a collective group. Yeah. Remember something that is not and as you get more and more people thinking the wrong thing, that becomes the truth. They, they right. Even though they you can go and look it up. Like you can what, what, one of the examples group. for our generation is like what color is Pikachu's tail? It's black. No. He has no black on his tail. Really? Yeah. It's all yellow. It's all yellow. So that's that's an example of the Mandela effect. And everybody's like, yo, what? what? Like, I swear. Um, Berenstein versus Berenstein. Like, yeah, I've, I've seen the... Uh, I think there's an Instagram thing out there right now where yeah. it takes you through, like company logos where it's got jiff versus jiffy like peanut butter or i i think people are confusing that one i don't i'm not they call it the mandela effect but i don't yeah I, i'm not sold on the jiff jiffy one because i think people are remembering skippy skippy peanut butter yeah yeah and they're they're equating that with jiffy mm-hmm. instead of skippy i think it's that one is just everybody is crossing memories but it, it is still kind of weird so the time travel would play a part of that kind of Mandela effect where things got changed for whatever reason that we don't remember. Um, well, like one of the, the most misquoted lines in movie history is star Wars where everybody says, Luke, I am your father. And it's not Luke. I am your father. It's no, I am your father. He he never says Luke. I am your father. It's Mm. no, I am your father. So that's one of those things. It's like, no, I swear he said Luke, and it's not. Yeah. So do I think time travel is possible? I, mean, eh, I don't know. One of the funnier things that I've thought about or heard about time travel is like, would you go back and kill baby Hitler? Because, d- yeah. Because you go back and you kill baby Hitler. And in modern times, you'd be a hero. But this is what would happen. If you, you think about this logically, you go back to the whenever Hitler was born, 1910, and you kill a baby. Now you're a baby murderer. Mm-hmm. Hitler's not Hitler. And then you come back to normal day. Hitler does, never existed because you killed him. So it's like, hey, I killed baby Hitler. Nobody you, knows who the hell you're talking nobody about. Nobody knows who. So it's a, it's a fruitless thing. Like, would you do it? I mean... Of course, everybody would be like, oh, yeah, absolutely. But you never think of the ramifications of it. Now, you're a baby murderer in the past, and nobody knows what you did in the nobody future. Nobody knows. Yeah, nobody cares. I mean, at least you have the, I guess, good conscience that you saved six million plus um, Jews. Jews, yes. And countless other lives, like the number of people that died in World died War II. Of, yeah. I mean, it's insane. Um, so there's a really, really good book that I'm listening to right now. I haven't finished it, so so far it's very, very good. Uh, it's Stephen Hawking's eleven twenty two sixty three. So it ha- Stephen. Ste- I said Stephen Hawking, didn't I? Yeah. Stephen Stephen King. Yes. Jeez, we were just talking. Hey, that was fair. I we were just talking about him. So no, no, fair. no, fair. fair. I just wanted to make Thank sure you. we. I was- Thank you for the correction, though. That was a good catch. Well, I was like, why is Stephen Hawking writing books on World War II? Hey, he's got a... Well, 
I was gonna say he's got a good book. He's got a couple good books, but um, but Stephen King's book eleven twenty two sixty three um has to do with time travel as well, and it's about a character who finds a basically a wormhole and finds out that he can travel back in time to like nineteen. I think the first year that he can travel to is like nineteen fifty eight, and basically he. One of the the guy that helped him, or the the guy that uh, showed him the wormhole, wants him to stick around till 1963 and kill Lee Harvey Oswald to prevent him from killing JFK, um, which is kind of interesting. But they call those moments, like in time, watershed moments. So a watershed moment is like one moment in time that causes a bunch of other events to happen. So it's like if you don't. Uh, if JFK doesn't die, then probably uh, Robert Kennedy doesn't get killed by Sirhan Sirhan because he's not trying to run for president. And it's like all these other events that are affected by it. It's crazy. So the, it, it's really cool. But this book, he actually has the advantage of he's in, I think, the 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 modern time is 2011, which I think was the year that the book was written. And so he can jump back in the wormhole to go back to the future. And when he jumps back into the wormhole, he automatically goes back to the same date in 1958 or whatever year he jumps back to. So he can go back, learn from his mistakes, and then redo it all. But the problem is every time he goes back, he ages just that amount. So it's like you only have so many tries that you could do this. Wait, what do you mean he ages that? So like, if you so he so ages at a regular rate. Well, okay, yeah, but like, it it's not like he goes back to 1963 and then he goes back to 2011 and he's aged 40 years. Correct. He's aged the same amount of years as he's been gone in 2011. Okay. So if he. Uh, sorry, if he's been gonna, gone for five you know, years, yeah, it, it's a very trippy thing. You, you don't, you don't make me do drunk math. We've don't, already, I, we, I won't make you do drunk math. We've already discovered this isn't a good thing for me. I, yeah. I always get it wrong. Yeah. So basically, he only gets so many attempts at this, and he's got to get it right. Luckily, the guy that found the wormhole in the original, like originally, went back. I think a couple times and then basically documented everything that Lee Harvey Oswald did from 1958 to 1963, all the moves that he did, all the apartments that he could live in. So he basically documented how he could take him out and save JFK and like knew where he was going to live so he could take it out without affecting anybody. And then to your point, nobody knows that he's a baby killer because he kills him in secret. And he could just disappear into the shadows and then jump back into 2011. Yeah. It's a really good book so far. I'm about like, I don't know, two thirds of the way through it. But there's a lot of different things about time travel and, uh, you know, like, um, is it Endgame? Did Endgame do it or was it Infinity War? No, it was Endgame where they were talking about like different timelines and how they split and all that kind of stuff. And different people have theorized that, no, it doesn't matter if you change the past. It just alternates the timeline. But like nobody else in the future would realize it. So it just like the entire timeline shifts. So I I don't know. I It's. Well, yeah, because 
end game was the one where uh, Captain America end up, ends up going backwards, right? They all, I mean, they all go. They back all go backwards, time. but then he sticks around for a long, long time, and then at the very, very end of Endgame. Oh yeah, then he shows there, up they're and like, he's old. Well, we're supposed to meet back here. Where's he at? Where's he at? And then they turn around and he's an old man sitting on the. That's right. Feed like feeding the ducks like That's old right. people do. All right, let's let's dive into this a little bit. Not not necessarily Endgame, but uh, movies. Yep. Okay. We yeah. like them. We love movies. We love movies. I don't want to pay for them in the theater, but we like movies. So I went to go see Batman, the new Batman, the Batman. And I know it's a pretty new movie, so I don't know. Do people care about spoiler movies anymore? Like, like, are there any movies that like people are really like, don't spoil the movie for me? Because anymore, it's like they're being released on HBO or Netflix or whatever at the exact same time as the theater. So is it really a spoiler if it's public? But I know the Batman is not yet. So I don't know. Can I get into this? I think it's so hard. to. uh, I mean, I don't care personally. Uh, We'll throw a spoiler alert out there if you want to go see the Batman. And then you don't want it spoiled, so skip skip the next like ten five, minutes or five, something, ten like, minutes that. Or something yeah. like that. I don't. Uh, I would find it miraculous that somebody can't uh, that somebody can avoid spoilers now because yeah. there is so much out there on like Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, whatever that you're going to run into it at some point. So, and I've never been a big like, oh, don't spoil that for me. It's always been more of a. Like, I, I want to at least see the buildup. I don't care if you tell me how, you know, who expert, who the villain is. It's like, I just want to see how we got to that point. That's, that's fair. So, so even if I know what's going to happen, I still want to see, like, how we got there. That, sure. That's me. Some people are like, no, but, like, the surprise or the reveal is, like, the big thing. I was like, I don't, I don't care. So, I'm going to talk about the Batman now. I, Batman. I didn't. It was fine. There, everybody's been like, "Oh, this is like the best Batman movie ever." I think it's a lot of Gen Z people. Um, I I agree with some of their points on the Batman. I don't agree on others. So one of the example or one of the things I do agree with is that Robert Pattinson, I think, did play the Batman well. I thought he played Batman very well. He was very serious. He brought a lot of emotion out of Batman. That isn't typical, like with the Christian Bale Batmans. I like the Christian Bale Batman. I do, but after I actually started watching uh, The Dark Knight with uh, Heath Ledger's Joker, Yeah, I was watching that last, last night, I guess, and I started to realize how Christian Bale's Batman was good. I liked it, but Robert Pattinson's was actually pretty, pretty dang good. They're just two different characters. Um, Christian Bale plays more of a playboy Batman. Almost like a uh, Iron Man type character. Where he's the billionaire. He's Billionaire, playboy, uh, philanthropist. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's the, the Batman that He's Christian... more of the uh, uh, Bruce Wayne Batman rather than the Batman Batman. Yes. Robert Pattinson plays the orphan Batman. The super depressed, everything's terrible, the weight that I carry being Batman. He's got a chip on his shoulder. Yes. Yeah. But he brings a lot of emotion out. He also doesn't use like a, a crazy 
voice. Actually, Where are they? Yeah, he doesn't use that. That thing. I it's also good right there. I also don't know that Robert Pattinson even talked much. Like, I truly don't think he said that many lines in the entire movie. But I thought he played the part well. The movie was stupid long. Stupid. It was Lord of the Rings long for no reason. It was drawn out. Didn't need to be. They kept extending it. Every time you thought it was over, it wasn't over. They kept going and going and going. And it was annoying as fuck. I was just getting irritated. Did, did you check uh, what the length of the movie was ahead of time? Yeah, but I was like, oh, it's a three-hour movie. At least they'll, they'll, oh. I'm hoping that they'll keep the plot moving. Yeah. They didn't. It was, it was so... It was just... It was agonizing. It was really rough. The storyline with the Riddler... The Riddler is, was... Is the Riddler the main villain in this one? The Riddler is the main villain. How many times are they going to like make a movie this, like you had... You had the Riddler in the, I don't know what. Uh, Wasn't Jim Carrey the Riddler? Yes, that that one. I was gonna say in that series. I don't know how you call it that era of Batman. So it was the same like the time 80s, that you the had seventies and eighties. No, that was that was the nineties. No, that, that was nineties two thousands. Was Come that on, man? Who was who was playing Batman? Because Arnold Schwarzenegger was the uh, Mister Mr. Freeze. But who who was Batman? Uh, I'll figure it out. Let me. Anyway, uh, so, yeah. so the Riddler. My interpretation of the Riddler was not that he was a crazy, like a super dark, deranged psychopath, but that he was more into like games and toying with people. Ninety-five. Ninety-five. Who yeah. was who was the Batman? Uh, I, I did half my job. I'll, I'll yeah, keep going. Sorry. So in oh, this failing. in this Batman, the Riddler isn't somebody who likes toying with people, like solving puzzles and riddles and toying with them, like a Jim Carrey's Riddler would. Mm-hmm. He was a dark, demented person and creepy, and it was like I it, it was just uh, the whole movie was dark and over dramatic for no reason there were no if you're expecting any laughs in this movie don't go see the movie did it seem more like the joker like i even thought the there movie, were laughable the joker i thought there were laughable parts in the joker like i Somewhat, thought yeah like but it was for pretty, example it was pretty dark and uh i guess but there uh, was still some lighthearted like when uh joaquin phoenix is like going down the stairs and dancing or something you know like that's not a dramatic thing. Like, it's just, oh, that's, you know, he's doing his thing. But it's, sure. it's a little bit of a relief from the darkness. That's fair. There okay. was zero relief. There was literally nothing in this movie. It was, I was depressed the entire time. Like, it was, it was dark. I also didn't like Robert Pattinson narrates over top of the film a couple of times. So I'm like, Weird. Th- this is really cliche. And Weird. I didn't like that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm ranting it. My I'm gonna I'm gonna sum this up because I, I don't want to just continue to rant against it. Because if people want to go see it, go see it. I thought Robert Pattinson did a good job. I thought the acting was good. I thought the storyline was shit. I did not like the storyline at all. But you know I'm I'm overly harsh. So who played the Batman in 1995? Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Yeah, would have uh, would have got that. No. So the Val Val. It's kind of so the. Uh, Batman's kind of similar in the aspect of like Golden Golden Eye or Golden Eye. 
James Bond. James Bond, where it's like, oh, you've got the Sean Connery era, you've got the uh, Paul, whatever his name is. Uh, you've got Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, Pierce. Yeah, Sean Connery, Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan. I'm an idiot. Daniel Craig. It's kind of was, it, was there you, anybody between Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig? Uh, that's a pretty big gap. Uh, but I think you might be right, uh, James. Like, like Daniel Craig's been James Bond for a long time, right? Yeah, I think uh, Quantum of Solace was pretty early Casino, on. No, Casino, Casino Royale. Royale was I think was that. that was that his first one? I think Casino Royale was Daniel Craig's first one. Uh. James Bond actors by uh, Barry Nelson, Sean Connery, uh, David Neven, Niven. I don't even know who that George is. George Le- Lazenby, uh, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, and Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig has been uh, James Bond since 2006. When did Pierce Brosnan stop? Like, uh, 90, Pierce Brosnan was 1995 to 2002, and Daniel Craig was 2006 to 2015. I can't believe he's I still something. He, he's still James Bond. Like, didn't they I mean, just he, they just released the new one? Uh, uh, no time to die. Yeah. Uh, have you seen that one? I have not. I, I should go see it. I do. The, I do enjoy the James Bond movies. Those are Skyfall ones. Skyfall is really good. Those are ones that I feel like you apps. Oh, Skyfall was good. Oh, oh do you know what I'm going to bring yes, up? The f- Skyfall villain. Yes. Yes. So yeah. Nick and I went to the club the other weekend. The club. I hate that you phrase it that way, but that's what it but, was. But it is. It's a club. So it was one of our friends' birthdays, and we went to the club. Um, and as we were waiting in line, this dude walks up and ta- just starts talking to the bouncer and gets in right away. I didn't get a great look at him, but I, I was irritated because we had been waiting in the freezing cold for 30 minutes and this dude just walked right up. We get inside and he's at like the table right next to us and he looks just like the Skyfall villain. Like uh, it, uncanny. Is that the one? Yes. But yeah. like if you look at him in character, like like if you look up this guy who's who's the who's the actor? It's uh Javier uh Bardem. Okay, who so. is also the guy from uh, No Country from for Old Men? Mm. Um, he's the guy with the the little air gun that shoots the bullet into people's heads. It's what they use to kill cows. So if you look up Javier, um, Javier Bardman, but you have Bardem. to look him up as the Skyfall villain. That's what this guy looked like. And then I told you this, but I went out the like the other weekend and I saw him at a different bar. And I immediately texted you and said, the Skyfall villain is here. There he is. Yes, it's him. There, There's a good scene when he's... I think they're in Cuba at that in at this point in the movie. Like this. Yeah. Yes. It's it's 100% him. Like, so, he may, yeah, it did look exactly... It, it did look a lot, a lot like him. So, I so, usually... I'm not one of those people where, where you're like, oh, yeah, that looks exactly like this guy. And I'm like... Ah, you know, I'm very. You, you didn't believe me it at first. Has to look exactly like them for me to his, be, be like. His yeah, hair up. was the same. Like he, his facial structure was very. This it was very kind of pronounced. Like, I think this guy danced a lot more than he, he did. Yeah, so. Yes, all the Skyfall villain needed to do was dance more, and he would have been much happier. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, I, I the only thing about the James Bond films is that you truly have to watch them in order. 
like you can't skip one and they follow because there are so many plot lines coming in from the other movies that you will be lost i would agree so that that's the only thing about the james bond films they do not stand alone they are a collective that you would have to watch yeah by the way uh casino royale was daniel craig's first yeah yeah that i loved casino royale i thought that was a great movie i think skyfall was the first one like of the daniel craig i i I probably watched casino royale but i remember watching skyfall with like adele singing the song yeah is daniel those are the long those are the longest opening seasons oh Um, my god (laughs) they are who it's very long and drawn who out. sung who sung the uh casino royale one was that sam smith who you're man, you're really throwing me through a loop right now the fact check intern is struggling right now yeah we need one of those too we need a producer oh we need a fact check intern um oh what was i gonna say uh da, 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 da. oh okay uh is daniel craig ageless and liam neeson are they both ageless ageless uh daniel craig does not look like he's aged in a while but and they're both doing they are both doing action movies still they are both action stars liam neeson tried to get out of action like taken. for yeah taken like that's what made liam neeson taken one take it two you know he was in batman begins no yeah he plays raz al ghul really yeah wait what movie was it again? Batman Begins. Batman Begins. He was also in the was he episode one or episode two of Star Wars? Oh, he was. Uh, it was episode one, Phantom Menace. Yeah, he, he was uh, Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah, I think he was in that something like that. That but, one I didn't know. So he was in that. He was kind of ro- interesting that he didn't get much off of that role because i mean he, he taken launched his career taken, to another taken definitely took him out of the uh, take him to took took him to new levels god i wish i could talk have i um it's a struggle being on a podcast or having a podcast and not being able to talk it's a big issue yeah a little bit I'm a little worried about the video um what was i gonna look up liam neeson liam neeson he is oh it, i liam do kind of remember him, him him in batman begins guess how old liam neeson is he's got to be like 67 69 ah nice i was close two years that would have been a good trivia question daniel craig i would have gotten it age huh how old's daniel craig 57 54 so Plus or minus he, two years nearly, on the first one, and then plus or minus four years on the Liam second. Neeson is 15 years older than Daniel Craig. I mean, I don't really associate the two together, but... I know, but, like, Liam Neeson looks great for almost 70. Are you going to tweet him that? Maybe. I'm sure you would appreciate Maybe it. tweet back? Have, last thing I want to talk about, Daniel Craig, because it's uh, we're at last call. Um, really? Yeah. Have you seen... Dan, or uh, Liam Neeson's interview about the the wage disparity between male and female actresses. No, I haven't. I, I'm going to play this right now because it it is possibly one of the funniest clips that I've seen from Liam Neeson. I I think it's satire. I'm not sure, but we're gonna we're gonna play this anyway. Uh, which which button? Okay. Ow. Here. There's a lot of discussion about it and a lot of 
healthy and necessary discussion about it because the disparity sometimes is disgraceful. How do you think we can move past that? We're starting. We're starting and it has to start, you know, and it's it's starting with these extraordinary actresses and brave ladies and, and, uh, and we as men have got to be part of it, you know. We started it, so we have to be part of the solution. So would you take a pay cut to kind of equal things out? No. <laughs> pay cut? No, 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 no. That's gone too far. Um, no. no not, not my money. <laughs> you can give somebody else more money, but you're not taking my money away. W- w- would you take a pay cut to sort of even... No. 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 <laughs> oh, that's, that's gone too far. <laughs> oh, Liam Neeson, you are an Irish treasure. He is Irish, right? Maybe he's Scottish. God, why why do we have so many fact checks tonight? I don't know. Find a fucking intern. All right. What time of the night is it? It is the last call. Last call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last call on the last call podcast, where every week we do a little something different. This week, we're going to go back to a childhood favorite. 20 questions. 20 questions. He, he is Irish. He is Irish, huh? Born in uh, Bally, Ballymena, Northern Ireland. Well, well, you are an Irish treasure, Liam Neeson. There you go. All right, so we are going to play 20 questions. I have selected a person in my head that Nick has to try to get. It is a person. So yeah. we're not doing places, things, all that other dumb stuff. It is a person that you have to guess. And this is a person you should know. It's a person that everybody listening should know. Is it Liam Neeson? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. I thought about changing it to Liam Neeson just to see like if you would like catch on. Oh, I would have got that. Yeah. But no, it is not Liam Neeson. So I selected this prior to the show. So let's uh let's see. So you do get 20 questions and I need to have some way to tally these questions so nick are you ready to play 20 questions i am ready to go audience are you ready to play 20 questions good silence (laughs) silence falls amongst the community all right here we go uh all right nick what's your first question is the person uh dead or alive they are alive they're alive are they male or female they're male male all right um is this person a an actor they are they are an actor okay so that's three uh so it's a male actor and they are still alive yes that narrows it down quite a bit uh did they play in the batman series they did not oh better check that (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna check See, this is why we need the fact check and fact check intern. Man, I I want to make it through one episode without stuttering. That would be great. Yeah. Well. Um. These are my hopes and dreams. I I'm just gonna say no. Okay. Because that is not what he would be famous for at all. Not in a Batman film. Not in a Batman film. You were on that big kick, so I figured it might be. That was four, right? That was four. That was four. That was four. Um, hmm. 
So they are an actor. They're male. They're alive. Uh, not in the Batman series. And they are not in the Batman series. Huh. Are they American? Yes. The fact that you were like, eh, I don't know. Dude, I can't tell anymore. Like, there are people that I thought were American that aren't. Are they below the age of 30? Well, I gotta look this up. <laughs> <laughs> you should have everything about this person pulled up right now. Like, they're they right. are not. They're not below the age of 30. They are not. So they're older than 30. That was six, right? No. Uh, yes, that is six. Doing bad at keeping track of questions. I'm okay. recording my answers as I go, so that's six. Okay, good. Yeah, good. Uh, I, we'll, I appreciate we'll double that. check. Uh, you can pay me later. Hmm. Hmm. This is tough. You got fourteen more questions. Fourteen <laughs> more questions. Um. Did they? Did they play in the Lord of the Rings? No. Um. Ooh, 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 ooh. Did they play in the Fast and Furious series? No. Dang it! I I thought you would go for that. So, for those who don't know, I'm a a, a big car person. So, right, we, somebody we, would have figured that. I would, it, I, I would have figured that you would have gone for a movie that I would have known. You know, you know the movies that they're in. Not in the Fast and Furious movies. Okay. You know, I just, I came to the realization, this might not be as fun for the audience to play along with because they can't ask their own questions. So, sorry, oh, audience. That sucks. Yeah, well. You could phone in next time. Maybe. Send we, in your texts. We'll read them out loud. <laughs> After the fact. After the fact. <laughs> um, is this, are the movies that they're in, are they a series? That is a uh, that is a good question. Yes. So, like series, as in like Star Wars would be a series, Lord of the Rings would be a series, American Pie would be a series. There are multiples of the movie. Okay. Are they in American Pie? No. Dang it! That was nine and ten. I thought that was actually a good one. I'm trying to think of every series that you and I might have watched that. Do I need to get, should I give you a hint? Cause like, I don't, I don't, am you, I going off track? I'm getting into specifics, yeah, you're, but you are not I'm, in, you are not in the right genre of movie. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, is it Matthew McConaughey? No, that, what, that was a terrible question. I, I just wanted to go for that it. That was 11. No. Because do you know how miraculous that would have been if I would have just like guessed it? No. Not uh, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing that. <laughs> that was a, yeah, no, that was a stretch. Okay. So I, I'm going to give you a hint and you, uh, you can use you, this as, got, you can use nine. this as two of my questions. Um, I would say the genre that 
that this person is most well known for is sci-fi. Sci-fi. Okay. So like Star Wars, Star Trek, uh I hate that you said I know what who this person is and what they've done. I am taking two questions for that. That's fine. That's that's completely So fair. that was twelve and thirteen. Twelve and thirteen. So go over your questions. What what information do you have? They are alive. <laughs> that's good. That's a good one. They are male. They are an actor. They are American. They are older than thirty. Um, they're not in Lord of the Rings. They're not in Fast and Furious. The movies they they are in are a series. It's not American Pie, and it's not Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good information right there. <laughs> I started out very strong. I think I started, like, my first four questions were very good. No, they were good because you could have gone, are they an athlete? Are they, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah, but no, I, you, you got I to... I narrowed it down very quickly. You got to actor. The the age... Eh. I mean, you got to think of somebody older. Um, If you want, I will give you another hint, and I'll only take one question for this. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. All right. Um, Are so, they in Star Wars? Not in Star Wars. No. No. Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. Are they in the Marvel Universe movies? They're in one of the movies. <sighs> Only one of the movies. Okay, that's tough. That's that's very tough because I'm trying to think of how many movies, how many people, because in uh, Endgame and uh, what was the other one? Um, that you the, said the Marvel, you said Marvel Universe. You didn't say Avengers. But that's the Marvel Universe is the entire thing. Correct. They are in a movie in the yeah. Marvel Universe, but it's not an Avengers movie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This is tough. So you got five questions left. That's it? Yeah. Well, I took two away for letting you know they're in sci-fi. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Okay, math checks out. That is correct. <laughs> Uh, so they're in uh, they're in one Marvel Universe movie but it is not an Avengers movie again I'm giving you more information than I should but you know I want I want you to get at least close I oh I have a good idea I think well, we'll see it's not that one it's not that one it's not that one I'm going down the list no, he's in that one. Oh, the wheels is are he, spinning. Is he in the Spider Man series? No, no, who are you thinking? Uh, I was thinking one of the three Spider-Man, either Andy uh, Andy Garfield, Andrew Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield, 
uh, Tom Holland or whatever his Toby, name is. Toby, Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. So you could say that he's not in the, well. No, that's not a trick yeah. question. He is in the definitive Marvel Universe. Again, only one movie. See, it's not going to be... It's not Iron Man. It's not Incredible Hulk because that's multiple. He's They're in all of them. Uh, any Iron Man, any Thor, uh, Marvel's Avengers, Dark Iron Man. I will, I will give you... Okay, I'll, do, I'll take my other hint. Okay, I... <sighs> I don't know if this is going to give it away or not. But do you want the do you want the Marvel again? This is not what he's famous for at all. He is just in one of the Marvel movies. So, do you want the Marvel movie that he's in, or do you want something different? Oh, I I feel like if you give me the Marvel movie that he's in, it's going to give it away. Kind of. But maybe not. Is he? I don't know if you, I don't know I if you've say, seen that is movie. Is he not a main character? But that would. So I already told you that this this is sci-fi. Male over thirty. Um, I I'm gonna go off the wall on this one. He also appears in national commercials. I'm taking a it's question. Definitely for that. not Jake from State Farm. Yes, Jake from State Farm uh, was in a Marvel from, movie. He's in a Marvel movie. No, he's not. Uh, is he? No, I did. no he's not. Okay. He's not. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm questioning myself. I am fucking with you. That was 17. He got three more questions. I hate this, man. I'm on edge right now. I seriously am. I hope you know that. This is what you've done to me. You're an actor. They're male. They're over 30. This is horrible. Because <laughs> I want to get it so bad, but I also don't want to like delay time. I No, I, I more agree. More than I so already have. I can, I can give you another hint. Give me the movie. Uh, is it, I can't no, give you Paul, the movie. Paul Rudd's in multiple, I can, I so can't, it's not Paul Rudd. I can't give you the movie. I can't, I can't give you the series that he's in. Where he's in multiple, because you'll immediately get it. I can't give you that series. You were gonna give me the movie. No, I was gonna give you the Marvel movie that he's in because he's only in one of those. Oh, but but the other series that he's in are multiple sci-fi movies. Multiple sci-fi movies. Gosh, dang. I wish I could if I could get the other series I would know exactly what it was I bet uh, <laughs> this is let's I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll give you one other hint and this is this is the final hint this is relative this might give it away I might be bad at giving hints um, park Parks and Rec? No. It's not Parks and Rec. Parker. Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Uh, it's not... Uh, oh, shoot. What is he? Um, no, but he would be in multiple movies. 
I was gonna say the uh, guy from. Man, this is embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. See, like, I, I want to help you, but I also want to see if, like, the audience, like, can get it as well. So I'm trying to give the audience time because I, like, I don't want to just give it away. But that was question. That was, like, 18. So it's not, uh, what's his name? Chris, uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, Chris Pratt. No, it's not Chris Pratt. That's 19. It has to do, but my last hint has to do with the sci fi movies. I'm embarrassed. Is it me? I'm in the Marvel movies. I was an extra. Are you kidding me? Is it the uh, the guy that plays uh, Dr. Malcolm? I don't know his character's name. Dr. Malcolm? Dr. Dr. Ian Malcolm? Is it... Oh, is it... Uh, oh... Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> hey, woo! We got a winner. Well, I didn't get it. I didn't really get it. No, I, I, I had to do something. I, uh, I don't know. I see. That, I thought Park was a good hint. With the sci-fi, I, I a lot of Park out there, man. I know, but I, I told you it related. You gave to, me a lot of hints that okay. Where, where is he in the Marvel series? He's in Thor Ragnarok. Is he really? Yeah, he's the uh, emperor or whatever. Oh yeah. So he's that's the only movie that he's in. But yeah. He's in Thor Ragnarok, and then he's in all of the commercials. Um, Apartments.com. Apartments.com. Is that what it was? Yeah. Embarrassing. So I I, I, I don't know that. what I don't know if those were good hints. Were those good? I, no, I think they were completely fair. I wish I would have gotten it. So hopefully, some of you uh, listening to the podcast also got it. Let me know. Well, also got it as in I didn't, but hopefully you did. Co- comment. Let, let me know. Like, I need interaction, fans. I need to know what what do you want to hear? You know, what do you, what do you like? What do you didn't like? Did I give good hints? I thought I gave great hints, but, you know, I don't know. Did you like my singing of the <laughs> Jurassic Park theme? <laughs> Wait, what? Isn't that a sound on TikTok? The bad recorder? Oh, there's the, the, the bad recorder, the bad, uh, what, what do you call it? The accordion? Uh, accordion. The accordion. Uh, <laughs> all of that. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe 20 questions wasn't a good hit. Maybe it was. I don't know. Hopefully you played along in your car. We'll see. It's got potential. What's it's got that? more potential than my iPhone does at this point. No, that shit's dead. So. $1,200 flashing me in the face right now. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's worth it. Good thing we got the ad money. <laughs> Loads of it. Thank you all for joining us on this Friday for the Last Call Podcast. I'm Aaron Thompson. That's Nick Warner. We hope you have a great fucking Friday. <laughs>